right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. This is one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., marketing specialist, media specialist, uh, music management, event planner, all-around good guy, and uh, you name it, that's me. I'm sitting here with my partner, Mr. Lynn Young. What's going on, sir? Man, everything's you good. What about- I heard you snick. Every time you say, um, you, you name it, I, you know, you, you already know, I, I want to chirp in like singer, dancer, baker, I know, I know. candlestick maker. But everything's good. This is your other co-host, Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Strategist. And all around good guy. How's it going, Dave? H- happy um, belated Martin Luther King Jr. Day to you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, happy Martin Luther King birthday to everyone. Um, you know, it it comes so quickly and goes by so fast. You know, we did you see a lot of stuff yesterday celebrations or anything see like i didn't see as many as i'm used to seeing is it me or so did you know are, are you talking about local well just online like i looked online i i know there were a couple things locally but i mean mm-hmm. you know it doesn't seem maybe, maybe it was me maybe i missed it I, did you see a lot of stuff so i felt like i saw a lot of stuff but i didn't put in a comparison so i don't you know, I don't know how it compares, but I did see a lot of stuff. And um, this was one of the first Martin Luther King Day of Service that I partook in for, you know, a couple of years. But this year I was dedicated out of, you know, I'm going to take myself and my family. We're going to go somewhere and do something. So uh, we made it out the house. Where did you go? So we went to... Um, kind of like the West Center City area, Hedgeville, they had a, a community cleaning, a, a peace march, and they had the ribbon cutting and grand opening of the My Sister's Keeper Community Center, which is kind of like wow. right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, it, 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 there were a lot of people out there. You know, we we had a good time. The kids were very uh, grumpy at first, but they livened up. Um, so, you know, I mean, okay. it, it, it was a good event. And Dave, if you get a chance, I know they're on Facebook. I think it's MSK Community Center. Um, they're on Instagram, too. Their community center is nice. They have a basketball court in there. And, and this one is um, right off of Maryland Avenue by the sub shop. Um, one block before. I um, I forget the name of the street. But one block before that, um, brand new. Um, I'm not sure what that building used to be, but they have a basketball court in there. They have um, almost like a fellowship hall. It's a downstairs area, big, big space, very nice. Um, they had a room that was dedicated to uh, Sherry Dorsey Walker. 
um, state senator. Oh, okay. And they had yeah. a, um, I guess it was a, a club area probably for children that was named after that city, their city councilwoman, Yolanda McCoy. So, I mean, it, it was nice. A lot of people were out there for it. Now, is this building, like, if you're going down Merlin Avenue, going towards Newport, is it on the right-hand side? Yes, it's on the right-hand side. It's, it's not right off of Maryland Avenue. It's um, whatever street intersects with Maryland Avenue. And I think this street mm-hmm. is actually a one-way, so it comes down towards Maryland Avenue. Um, and it's, it's before okay. it's before you pass the dart. So right when you go under the bridge for 95, it's maybe right. like that second or third street. Um, okay. Let me just... Okay, that's a... Okay, all right. Let me just take a look real quick and uh, okay. see exactly that's, what that's, street it was on. Before. Say one yeah, more time. That's before the area. That's before the area I'm thinking of. So you said it's a new building, brand new building then, right? Right. Okay. Um, so it may not be a brand new building, but it was definitely renovated. Oh, Sycamore Street. 1009 Sycamore okay, Street. Okay, I know where Sycamore, yeah, I know where yeah. Sycamore Street is. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have to look for it the next time I'm over that way. Yeah, okay. very, um, you uh-huh. can't miss it because it's highlighted in pink. Wow. Okay. Yes. All right. Don't have anything to do with alphas or or, or AKAs or anything like oh, that. Sir, huh? uh, okay. alphas are black and gold. I know, I know what black and gold. Yeah, I know yeah. you guys are black and gold, but I'm talking so, about what I said or AKAs. Yeah, so um, I don't believe so. I didn't get any impression that the the organizer was an AKA, but I mean, you never know. Isn't is Sherry? No, she. I think she's no, she no, Delta? yeah. I think no, she's yeah, Sherry's an AKA. Yeah, I but, thought he was. Okay. Yeah. Right. But you know, the founder of the organization, I'm I'm not sure if she's anything, but she could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, speaking of founder, you know, everybody's founders week has just I passed, know. you know. So, you know <laughs> the, the, the busy time for these okay, ladies. I, <laughs> I was like, one day it'd be this person's founder's yeah. day, the next person next day it'd be the next founder's day. And I was like, Okay, all right. So Oh and but and that's that's I was gonna Go say ahead. I don't I don't know if you saw it and they I just happened to be scrolling past it. Um guess which Delaware politician is now an honorary AKA. Hmm. Delaware po- politician. Yep. Uh well, uh, since you're saying guess, is this person black? Of course. Okay, just making sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, they're uh, they're they're probably the biggest black politician in the state of Delaware, I would say. Oh, is that Miss Blunt? Yep. Yeah, the um the okay, AK so. the AKA National Organization had a post up where they showed her um as an honorary AKA and she was sitting next to three other celebrity honorary AKAs. Patty LaBelle. Oh. Allison wow. Fe- yeah, Allison Felix, track star. Okay. And right. and Erica Campbell from the group Mary Mary. And it, Mary, it was Mary, a four yeah. yeah, it was a four of them. And I was like, oh wow, you know that that's cool. And, and they're all honorary AKAs? Yep. Okay. All right. So okay. So see, so, you know, uh, you guys the the you know 
It's all about it's all about the frats right now, guys. So, <laughs> <you know. laughs> it's all about the frats. I mean, you know, it's funny we we start out talking about King, but then you know, because wasn't he? Um, yep, he uh, was an alpha. alpha or, yeah, right. Yeah, a, yeah, a Morehouse graduate. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you know, it's it's been interesting because um, I I've been paying attention. It's always interesting when you see the, uh, you know, when King's birthday comes around, you know, the founders, the found, founders days are always around the same time. Right. And, it, you know, it's really uh, one group that I saw had on Martin Luther King t-shirts mm-hmm. and they were, uh, I think it was the, uh, no, I think it was the alphas. Matter of fact, I think it was the alphas. They had, uh, they were, uh, at a, a Founders Day celebration, but they were honoring Dr. King. So, right. yeah, yes, yeah, so, yeah, so sounds about but right. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, spoken uh, by the the Alpha himself, there, or Mr. Leonard Young, there. So, uh, can you still step, sir? Um, could I ever step? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you, you, um, you already know. I'm, I'm Mr. Two Left Feet. <laughs> now, th- how did you do in school? Did you play it? Did you? Well, so, did, well, so, so I, I did grad chapter. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah, undergrad. I did grad chapter. You did undergrad. Well, no, no, I, yeah. no, I, no. I, I, I mean, did you grad. did grad chapter. Yeah. So you yeah, know, grad, grad grads a little. Now there were some um, grad, cause you know, I mean, they give you some of the same experience, but there were some grad, um, and I won't say pledges, cause hey, you know, that's kind of. You know, they, they were framed from that title now. Yeah. Of the no, yeah and stuff. That language, but, yeah, yeah. you know, um, the people who were on my grad line, I mean, s- some of them did step because they were just the type of people who would have been stepping in undergrad if they had been in undergrad. But I mean, you, you know me. Um, what, what was that song? Uh, too cool to dance, stand on the wall, something, something, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, hey, it is what it is. So. Um, but, um, but I want to say, uh, you know, definitely happy founders day to all of the fraternities and the sororities. Um, I know you're, I think the Zetas was the day, right? No, so the Zetas was uh, yesterday. The AK yesterday? Yeah. The AK. Cause I, I, I only remember cause J16, that was the Zetas. J15, the AKs. J13, was the Deltas. And I think there was a fraternity or two in there, but they weren't alphas, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, well, there you have it, folks. You know, um, so I'm sure, I'm sure if you're, if you're Fred, you already, you already know. So, mm-hmm. and um, remember, Leonard is the alpha, y'all. He's, he's the alpha. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Okay. All right. So, well, uh, let me see. I guess we got a few stories to talk about today, right? We we do. We and, they, and you know, today we got some good ones too. Yeah, the, yeah. It's, uh, we got some interesting stories. Matter of fact, why don't you tell everybody what they're about to hear us talk about? So today, um, so the stories we have lined up today, where I talk about. Of course, my screen just went blank. 
Okay, we're going to talk about uh, Austin Davis being sworn in, sworn in as Pennsylvania's first black lieutenant governor. We're also going to talk about the the new MLK and Coretta Scott King monument that everyone's speaking about. And then also a story out of Philadelphia. There was a woman who was jailed for nearly a week for being wrongfully arrested in a mistaken identity case. Um, Dave, was she black or white? Never mind, we already know. Um, you already we're, know. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to talk about five U.S. cops who was fired for having uh, intimate affairs on duty with another female officer. And then we're going to round up our show topics with San Francisco Reparations Committee um, discussing paying $5 million in repar- reparations. And then, of course, we have Dave's Corner, which um, you want to say what the topic is or we just save it? No, we'll just save it for later as well. Gotcha. We didn't get a chance to, we didn't do, we did our year-end review last week, so we didn't get a chance to do Dave's Corner. So uh, we're back to it tonight. So okay. we'll we'll talk about that when that comes up. So, okay. Yeah, right. Dave, I, 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 already got, I already know you guys say uh, you got a bunch of text calls and emails saying, Dave, what happened to Dave's Corner? We, we didn't have Dave's Corner this week. No. Yes. <laughs> actually, no. Actually, nobody said it, but you know, it did get a lot of comments about the show because everybody liked yeah. the year-end show, so they thought right. that was pretty cool. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so that was the first one we got a chance to do. So hopefully, uh, we'll be doing another one next year. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know about my partner though. He, he's, uh, anyway, anyway. They, they've always <laughs> thrown me under the bus. <laughs> I live under the I bus, might, it, might be, it, it, it might be uh, Dave and Karen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but anyway, all right, let's get started. Why don't you go with that first story, sir? All right, so um, the first story we were talking about, um, Austin Davis, a, a black man, was sworn in as Pennsylvania's first lieutenant governor. And he's also the nation's youngest lieutenant governor. And a little bit of his backstory, I was reading a um, a press release that was sent out. So it said he is the son of a union bus driver and a hairdresser, a proud native of, of Steeltown, which I'm assuming is Pittsburgh, and a first-generation college graduate, Austin Davis, today, um, this Tuesday, January 17th, became the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania's first black lieutenant governor, joining a group of leaders, group of leaders of color serving their states as the second highest executive. And, you know, Dave, to be honest, this story must have gone under the wire for me. I didn't, you know, you know how we talked about a lot of the um, black candidates who won their spots in the election and all that. Um, I Mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was a a black candidate for lieutenant governor who had won their um, candidacy. Well, it's it's funny because they definitely didn't put him on. You know, we didn't see him on the yeah. TVs, not TV um, for the spot. But it's interesting that he was under the radar, and but I'm I'm glad to hear that he was elected, and he, what he was thirty three years old. Yep, yep, thirty three. Yeah, that's 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 big. I mean, you know, um, to put, be put in that position. But it's funny because that lieutenant governor position always seems like a strange position to me. Because, yeah, it does. Know, it's like, what do they really do? <laughs> what do they really do? You know, I mean, they know, you know, you always liken it to the vice president 
of the United States, you know, they're supposed oh, to be like the uh, vice president to the right. governor, you know what I mean? You know, so, but, but, you know, you really don't hear a lot from those people, you know? No. And, uh, and, and I almost feel know, like they, they almost have to find stuff to do to get recognized. And I mean, and, and with that said, Dave and I mean, no offense to anybody who's a lieutenant governor, but you know, it's, it's just one of those positions where, um, well, let, let, let me be politically correct. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's almost like a grooming position. So I think one thing that's great about it is we can say that, you know, there's going to be a time when I'm sure the Democrats are going to be backing him for running for governor, you know, which would be oh, a yeah. great well, feat. That would be a great because I know normally here in Delaware with our lieutenant governors here in mm-hmm. Delaware, a lot of them have moved on to become governor of the state. Yeah. So, or going to other, you know, high political positions. So, um, so it is a good stepping stone. It definitely is. And it is something that um, could definitely um, um, put him on the high, um, high spectrum as far as um, moving up in government, because you have that on your resume of course, that helps you with, you know, being recognized in D.C. as well. So and all over the United States. So, And this guy um, is, is really great for him to be so young. And, you know, he's in, you know, he's in Pennsylvania, which is one of, you know, one of the largest states. Right. And, you know, he's going to he's going to, I'm sure, learn a lot real quick and and how, you know, how he handles himself during this term is really going to set his future, you know? Yeah, it really is. is. And uh, one thing that was good to see too, is they had a picture of his swearing in today and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and most people probably wouldn't have recognized it, but you know, us people of color probably would have, right. there's a black female judge who is swearing him in and standing right, right next to him is his, wife who is also black so you know i mean it, it it's just a good representation that to see you know um what we see so to speak <laughs> yeah uh yeah that that's a nice way of putting it <laughs> you know so but yes uh definitely it is it's a nice picture and it's something that uh should be on somebody's wall you know what i mean yeah Right, exactly. Yeah, be, uh, you remember the here, here's a here's a movie reference for you. You know, I got duties every oh, now. Lord. And then. Did you, do you remember the movie, um, um, the Jamie Foxx movie, uh, Law Abiding Citizen? Slightly. Oh, you yeah, okay. No, I there's mean, I, I mean, I, I did see it. There's a scene in there where uh, Jamie Foxx is being sworn in as the Attorney General of PA. And Mayor Nutter is actually the person who's doing the swearing. And, oh, like, really? He's in the position <laughs> of the woman. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and it was because I remember going to the movies to see it, mm-hmm. and we didn't know he was going to be in it. And all of a sudden, he pops up as <laughs> swearing in Jamie Foxx, and everybody fell out laughing in the theater. You know that's what funny. it happened. So, so that may be, and and it looked just like this scene, this picture here. That's the scene. It looked just like that. You know, so so. But that that's great that um, Mr. Davis, 
We're hoping that you do some great things there in PA. Of course, you got your hands full. PA is a busy oh, yeah. state. It does. And, and, uh, and look, the Western PA is totally different from the Eastern PA with the yeah, exception of, of Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, um, have you noticed in PA all the new candidates that are popping up for mayor up there? No, uh, for Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. For, PA, uh, for Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that mayor race is going to be something else. <laughs> I know I, comes back around. Um, speaking of Michael Nutter, I heard rumors that he was thinking about running again. Yeah, so in I, Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if he can legally do so because like terms, but I, I did hear uh, that rumor. Why would he want to? I mean, I mean, think about it. You know how it is. <laughs> I don't know. It's that's interesting. Well, I guess we'll watch to see if that happens. Oh, yeah, here's uh, yeah, a, former right Philadelphia there, yeah. mayor Nutter thinking about running again. So hold on, did, did yeah, Michael Nutter only? Well, we had to research see if he only did one year or two years. I mean, one term or two terms. Well, he did two terms. He did two terms. Okay, so it, I wonder if the, I wonder what the limit is for terms for Philadelphia mayor. Well, obviously. Yeah, well, there, there's the thing. It says right there, it says something about the city charter just then, right underneath that. Uh, Nutter would be allowed to run again because Oops. Philadelphia, because of Sorry. Philadelphia's city charter. So he could run again. Oh, wow. Okay. That'd be interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, was, I, <laughs> well, I I look at all the candidates that they got. Maybe they're pulling it. They, maybe they're saying, "Hey, we need somebody that's going to come in that has some experience mm-hmm. because this, you know, because of everything that's going on up there in Philadelphia." Right. So, so um, to finish what yeah. you were saying, there's a two term limit for mayors, but that's consecutive terms. It's not lifetime. So he can serve two terms, right. and then he has to sit out, and then he can come back. So that that is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what happens. So that will that would be interesting if he does make it back there to run again and become mayor again. Um, I wonder if that would be uh, a good thing for Philadelphia. I guess we'll find that out. Yep. So we shall yeah. see. All right. Okay. All right. Moving on to our next story. Um. So there's a new MLK and Coretta Scott King monument in, um, I think it's in Boston, Massachusetts, um, where it's supposed to be a tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King and his wife, um, Coretta Scott King. And I, it's, it's, um, called the the name of the statue is called the embrace and it's a 20 foot tall statue it's 40 foot wide and um it's based on um uh well it's it's it they put the statue in this place where martin luther king gave his april 23rd 1965 speech that about twenty two hundred people, I mean twenty two thousand people showed up to, and they said the statue was inspired by a photograph of King and Scott, which 
captured them hugging after he won the Nobel Peace, Peace Prize in 1964. Now, the statue is basically, you see, you know, uh, two arms, and then you see hands around the arm. Now, there's no bodies attached to the statue. Um, it's, you know, you, you just see the hands from what would be the back, you know, the person, you know, embracing somebody whose hands would go to the back and then the arm that goes around, the two arms that go around that person. So it's pretty interesting what they chose to do because they left the bodies out of the the statue. So there's been a lot of controversy because people were upset because they, one thing, they left, they decided just to do the arms and not put their heads. So if you just walk past the statue, you probably wouldn't know anything about what was going on with the statue other than it being an abstract type piece of art. Right? I mean, from what you see, wouldn't you think that? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but people were upset that they chose not to put their heads. And then um, there was a comment that says some people described it as a hideous or disrespectful as hideous or disrespectful while others posted memes and said it resembled a sex act. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or or a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And depending on what what way you're looking at it, because even some people said that there's like one of the arms looks like um, a male's member. (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. sticking straight up in the air, you know. So it's it's just interesting because a lot of people, they they said that, you know, it's disrespectful and they could have honored him differently. Now, a lot of, you know, there's been a lot of feedback about it. People tend to seem to like it based on what the story is behind right. it. You know, but, you know, even, um, you know, there was some... Uh, Martin Luther King III said that he was grateful to be able to see the statue representing his parents' love story and their partnership. He didn't have a problem with it. He thought it was great. Um, And then um, even Don Lemon um, said that he liked it as well. You know, he thought it was a great uh, representation. Um, You know, it's just... um, I guess it's you know people just tend to think that we would um have a better look at who these people were um and it's almost like they try to make us invisible if you feel me on that and to minimize who the two of them were. I mean, if you, like I said, if you just went past them, you didn't read the plaque that's out there or whatever the case may be, you would just look at this as being a piece of art. Abstract art. I mean, what's what's your views of it? So um, my first question, and I guess Dave, you can just give me a yes or no question uh, answer if you know. Was this a black sculptor? It didn't say, but I'm sure sure he was. Okay. So when I first saw it, I'm not even going to lie. 
I did not know what I was looking at. And yeah, you, there, and, there you go. And, 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 you know, I, I heard the people talk about, um, you know, sex acts or just, you know, not liking it or being hideous and all that. And they, I can't lie. I did not know what I was looking at. Like, like I looked at it and I was trying to figure out what was going on and I could not. And I think this statue, this statue probably been out what, a couple of days now, four, four days, yeah, right? yeah. four days. It hasn't been out long. Yeah. It wasn't until yesterday when I was scrolling on social media and I saw like a side by side. It was like a top and bottom picture. Um, the bottom picture was the statue. And the top picture was the picture that inspired it. And mm-hmm. then, then I understood what it was. All, so Dave, um, so I have some of the photos up on my screen. All the pictures I saw didn't have the two hands in the front. It had like the hand in the back. And, and I, right. I just didn't know what it was. So now that I see the picture and the art, I personally, I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's very creative. Um, I personally, I love it, but I can see, I almost feel like anytime, at least like when they put this picture out, they have to put this picture out with where the image came from. Cause I, I can't lie, Dave, the first couple of times I saw it, I was like, I just don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like I'm looking, I don't see it. It looks weird. But I mean, I can say after I saw like the top, top and bottom picture, you know, uh, comparison. I mean, I, I, th- I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's very creative. Um, it was put together very well. And, but yeah, I mean, you know, like, like they say about art, some people get it, some people don't, some people like it, some people won't, you know, it's just it is what it is. Now, did you see the picture that shows the controversy about? It looking like a male member. Have you seen the vert that's that shot of it? I'm not sure if I, I saw that, but I, I'm... I see. I see what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Let me. I'm wait. Hold on for a minute. Give me a moment. Um, I see what they're talking about in reference to that. By the way, and I find it interesting that they that that it was done like that. Um, wait, hold on. I'm gonna see if I can send this to you. Or it's actually in one of those shots that you have there, but I want to. There's a real clear shot of it that I want to send to you. Hold on. So you are you trying to send me the real clear shot of the male member? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you're out of control. You really are. Uh, hold on. Uh, um. I'm trying to see if I can do a screenshot of it real quick. Now, of course, my thing is not cooperate. Okay, here it is. Um, can't get this thing to do what I wanted to do. Um. The pictures that you have there. See that first picture you got there? Wait. The one, see the, okay, the picture underneath that first picture. Yeah. Expand that one.
Sorry, folks. I'm just trying to get my partner to see what I'm looking at here. Oh, uh, you see the base. You see the base of it. Yeah, right here. On the left. Yeah, or you seeing the part that goes down to the ground? I guess so. This. Yeah, but I mean, do you see all? Do you see all of it going down to the ground? Because that's no. where the that's where the controversy is coming in. Oh, the okay. stump. You don't see that. Not not on that picture. It don't. Not on that picture. So hold maybe on, this hold one. on. I'm sitting... It's like this one. Let me see. Oh, it's a video. But I mean, they. I, I mean, I, you don't have to send it. But I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not sure because even before I saw what it was supposed to be. I was just confused and bewildered. And I mean, now, now I get it. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, this very creative art isn't for everybody. So. Well, that's true. That's, that is that is true. Um, and if you don't know what you're looking at, if you don't know what you're looking at, it could throw you off in a right. lot of ways. Uh, I see you got the video up, right? Yeah, so oh, I didn't even realize I had it. It was playing. Yeah, yeah, and, and and for people who who don't recognize the picture, yeah, that's you know, it was a very famous picture. I remember seeing that picture as a kid. Mm -hmm. That particular picture, but that you see, oh, see right over there on the uh, on the right there, that picture there, right here, yeah. And see the part that's going down to the ground. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really see it, but I mean, I, I guess I could see how somebody. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a couple of pictures that kind of that people were making the. Uh, that's where the the problem was coming in from those pictures. So, mm -hmm. but yes, but the art is a it's a great piece of art, and I think it's going to take, you know, some people a little bit of time to, to embrace it. But I, I, you know, I think they did a a great job in um, trying to capture it, uh, capture what that was all about, right? Uh, you know, and uh, you know, uh, after all, you know, there should be. <laughs> I mean, technically, we should have statues of him everywhere, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. They had a uh, keep in mind when they put the statue that's in DC down there in DC, they found a problem with it with that statue. Remember? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh and then the wording, they had to remove some of the wording because they didn't like remember they remember they put on there that he was a drum major for Justice. Or... Yeah, and remember they had they took that off because they didn't like they you know, they thought it kind of belittled what he did, you know. Gotcha. So, yeah so but um if you guys get a chance to see the picture and see the statue you can you know let us know what you feel about it um i actually i actually like it too i had to look at it a couple times yeah. i will admit that you know but i actually like it and i i like the fact that they um actually um you know uh, put something up like that and because he definitely it was definitely a moment, and it was definitely a, a great moment in time, um, especially after that speech.
So, um, you know, we will never, ever forget all the contributions that the two of them made because not just him, but think about all that she had to go through herself as well. So, okay. Do you have any more comments about that? No, I mean, I I think it's a great piece of art. And, you know, it's so crazy. We just live in a society where people don't like something. They got to like, you know, I mean, everything you don't, everything you don't like, you don't have to voice. And especially if you don't understand, you don't have to voice, but you know, it is what it is. Right. Right. And that's what it is. So, all right. So we'll move on to our next story. And, you know, um, <laughs> when we do our stories, we kind of line them up according to, you know, theme and everything. It's, of course, it's Martin Luther King's birthday. But w- this next story is still, you know, showing that we're still having some problems out there, folks, you know. And even though King's g- dream has has been realized, it hasn't been completely realized, you know. So, um, so this next story is about a young lady. Well, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read part of the story, and then we'll talk about it. Um, it says a Philadelphia woman visited a police station to find out why she appeared to have a police record despite having done nothing wrong, only to be arrested and put behind bars for nearly a week in a case of mistaken identity. Julie Hudson, a 31-year-old Ph.D. student, had visited the Philadelphia police station on January 5th after discovering she appeared to have a criminal record when she was repeatedly being denied jobs, she told NBC Philadelphia. Her hopes of resolving the issue were dashed when she was arrested and taken into custody. Hudson, who is Black, was soon learned that she had been mistaken for a suspect with the same name. A surveillance um, photo from a last shoplifting um, incident at a sports store in Webster, Texas, near Houston, in May of last year, was determined to appear to social media images of Hudson, NBC reported. When you know that you didn't do anything wrong, it makes you feel crazy, Hudson told the news outlet, adding she had never been to Texas. Everybody is sure that they did something, that you're a criminal, but you know that that's not who you are, she said. Following her arrest, Hudson's family contacted law enforcement in Texas and Philadelphia in a bid to clear her name. Um, The Harris County District Attorney Office in Texas said that after learning what happened, it dismissed the case within five minutes, citing insufficient evidence. Now, keep in mind, she had been in jail for a week. <laughs> and it took them five minutes to dismiss the case once. Right. And they said for insufficient evidence, keep that in mind. They didn't say for wrong person. Okay. <laughs> now, here's somebody. <laughs> That's, yeah, right. You heard me, right? Um, now, here's somebody who says she's never been to Texas. She walked into that police station on her own to, you know, to to um, find out what's going on while she was being denied jobs. Now, this is a Ph.D. student. Wow. Okay. 
and was told that she had a police record. Now, imagine how you would feel if somebody told you that and you know you've done nothing wrong. And then you walk into a police station and Mm -hmm. then they arrest you? That's scary because that's some... uh... Central Park Five type of stuff right there, where you you know you go with you go with your friend to the police station, and now you in jail. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, what would they? I can just say something real quick. Most black people don't trust the police, and I will tell you, if I thought I had a record, the last thing I would do would be to walk into a police station. I probably look, try to look myself up online. <laughs> I probably, uh, I'm, I I don't know. There'd be a couple things I would try to do before I walked into the police station thinking there was a record on me. I, in fact, Dave, I would pull my own background check. That's what I would do. Well, these days it looks like you have to, because I mean, when you got this type of thing and get this, they said that the person who she had been mistaken for had, they said Miss Hudson was in custody since one uh one five two thousand twenty two in Philadelphia on charges of what is this FOJ based off of an active arrest warrant out of Webster, Texas. So this other person was actually in Philadelphia. And had been held in custody. She was in custody since last year. What a coincidence. So, so, so now we know these uh, agencies don't talk to each other, which is scary in itself. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. So here, they, here it is. This person's already in jail, being held for some other mess. And just because she walked in with the same name and kind of fit the description of the girl. They arrested her. Unbelievable. Wow. Then that that's scary there in itself because you got a common name. What if mm-hmm. your name uh Rob Johnson or something like that? Yeah. Or or Robert Smith and you walk right. in Dave Coker. You, no, that's not a common name. <laughs> Even though there are a lot of David Cokers. So that's 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 funny. Uh, I don't know why, but there seem to be quite a few David Cokers. But a common name like Smith or Johnson mm-hmm. or Young. <laughs> 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 um, that could be scary. if, And especially if, you know, you put in a database, you put person's name, you put their age, and, and you know, you got to go through it and, like, 200 show up, and then you got to right. narrow that down, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, it's really interesting that something like this could happen. And for them to keep her a week, and then it only, you know, five minutes, it only takes a phone call down to Texas, and within five minutes, they let her go? Yeah. What's the one word that comes out of your mouth next? If I was her? Yeah. Um, I I have to go back to my uh, Fred Sanford days, and it'd be, you big dummy. (laughs) Those. The word to come out of my mouth is lawyer. Oh, lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and in fact, Dave, um, remind us all how she was in seven days or, or a little more, a little less. It was a week, they said. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Yeah, it was a week. And, and you know, you got all kinds of stuff. You know, you got you got mistaken identity. You got defamation of character. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, her name, you know, her name's not out there. Her family, yep. you know. Or for she had kids you know. or someone depending on her to do something. A job, schoolwork, well, all of that. Well, she's a P- keep in mind, she's a PhD yeah. student. So, right. that you know, that can mess up her whole, that can mess up everything right there. You know, so, um, so, um, it's great that they were able to, to, um, you know, she was able to get off and everything, but I'm sure that that's not the end of it. I'm almost positive that's not the end right. of it. So, um, but it's really, um, you know, and they're putting it, you know, the Pennsylvania office is putting it on the Texas office saying that, the that they never contacted them to let them know and all this. They kept trying, you know, that Texas never called them back. And it's, you know, of course now it's a lot of finger pointing mm-hmm. now. So, right. So, but I just wanted to put that story out there, you know, even though we're where we are, we still got problems. And now I wonder if that would have happened. Uh, what, what was your turn from last week? Um, complexion. Yes, they had a complexion for protection. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, obviously the wrong person had that protection. Right, <laughs> right. Know? So, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, so we have to definitely, um, you know, keep an eye on this story because I know this story is not going away anytime soon. So, right. Um, I'm sure we'll hear about it again. So. But I just wanted to make sure we brought that particular story up. And, you know, here it is, MLK week, and we're still having the problems that we're having. So, so, uh, you guys are listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Um, we want to thank you for tuning in to us. And, um, you know, we value you listening to us each and every week. Thank you for taking the time to do so. Um, let's see. Moving on to our next story. Uh, I know people have heard th- about the story, but I, we, you know, I just thought I'd bring it up because, <sighs> you know, we, it's it just it just it makes you crazy with the stuff that you hear. But this story is about five U.S. cops who are fired for having sex on duty with a female officer. And um, this happened down in Nashville. And it said four American police officers from Nashville, a suburb of uh, Lavernia, have been fired for allegedly having sex on duty with a female cop who was also fired. Now, What's so interesting is that I think every last one of these cops were married. But they, you know, they all engaged with the one female cop. Um, and two of the guys were black. There was a one, I think that there was one that was white. And no, two of them, I think that were white. There were two black and two white. And they all were let go. She apparently was the 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 officer, white woman. Um, 
apparently was the aggressor, supposedly, in, in these cases. But they all went along with having different types of sexual acts with her, you know, that um, led to them being dismissed uh, from the police force. And, and all these guys apparently had um, decent records with the police force. and But uh, apparently they were carrying on this relationship um, with this woman and it all led to them being let go. What do you think about all this, Leonard? And what do you what, what do you think? I, I, without getting too far into the details of what was said and what was done, but um, what do you think about all this? Um, so I mean, I think with everything that, especially with everything that's been going on, you know, we've been hearing these stories, kind of stories over the last year, especially mm-hmm. right with people having sex on the job, <laughs> you right. know. So yeah, I mean, ahead. I I. I think it's just crazy. I'm almost unbelievable. And just for it to be like such a close knit group of people married and, you know, the girls white, they're black. And then, I mean, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm almost speechless. Um, so I, I've seen the headline for this. Um, I've never read it just cause like I, I felt like the headline kind of explains it all. But yeah, I mean, they, I, I just think it's crazy. So it's kind of like, okay, so she's yeah, a well, white was, cop a working crazy. with a lot of black cops yeah. and she lets them well, run a train on her were... and then she's married. Was... And it's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was this, a lot of crazy. Yeah. It's two white cops, two black, two black cops. And yeah, they did. They, they all, she took them all on at one time. Did she been with them individually? And, um, they um what else and a lot of it happened there at the job i mean it was no when you say you know, at the job in the police station in the bathroom in the wow. bathroom you know somewhere in their cars in the uh, on the on the lot in the parking lot i mean it was you know it was there you know it's not like they were trying to hide yeah that's crazy. You know, that's crazy uh, you know um it's, uh, you know and it's not like this kind of stuff doesn't happen. I mean, I've heard stories, believe me, I've heard stories with cops and, you know, but normally, you know, it's, it's like any situation nowadays when you're working with someone, I mean, after all, you know, you know, we got the, the we got the scandal on good morning America. Uh, what What's that? Good morning it's mm-hmm. a good morning, yeah, America, like right? Yeah, man, right. And then, um, then of course we had the, you know, the Nia Long y- Udoka, her, her fiance, um, Coach Udoka from the Boston Celtics, and his situation. I mean, you know, these stories pop up all, on on a regular basis. Um, I remember there was another news anchor and and another young lady that uh, supposedly were having an affair. So this kind of stuff, um seems to happen on a regular basis but when when it comes to law enforcement and you know here you are you're you're married and you know i I mean you might be able to get away with certain things once but if you're going back to the well too many times and Mm -hmm. you know people are going to find out you know and then you know somebody's going to talk somebody's going to talk 
somebody gonna talk and especially if you're and they said this woman was pretty talkative herself they said she kind of talked about some of the stuff that she was doing with these cops and i think that's how they got out so you look at these things and 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 you, you say to yourself why would you put yourself in that situation why would you even allow yourself to be caught up that way i, I right. just don't get it you know so here you are you, you know these guys had some decent time in um and <laughs> really? now you lose yeah well yeah well that's <laughs> figuratively they, they, they with figuratively, the puns yeah figuratively and literally yeah i guess cuz i mean you figure um you figured that you know i wonder if they're losing their pensions and everything i'm sure i mean if they got fired i'm sure oh, yeah. i'm sure they're losing everything uh, and they probably won't yeah, be able to go I, to another police station because it's just on their record, you know. They, they can't well, call nobody they, for a well, referral. Well, they said, well, listen to this. this. This is what they said. Um, this one cop is accused of revealing, uh, the female was re- accused of revealing her breast while at a steamy family Memorial Day boat party with patrol, with one of the officers who was suspended and then and fellow officer, another fellow officer was suspended. But then they go into, like, one of the officers, like, here we go again. They didn't say what this white officer got, but (laughs) the black officer, one of the black officers, uh, was suspended for sexual harassment after exchanging sexual images with her. There was a, also a hot tub party. <laughs> oh man, a lot going on. <laughs> so yeah, that's crazy. It's, it was just a lot, man. It was a lot. So it's not, it's not right. Um, you know, here, and I'm sure I'm, I can't imagine that that town is not that. It can't can be that big of a town. I never even heard of it before. Lavernia. You ever heard of that? Yeah, Nashville. Uh, yeah, Laverne. In Nashville. Yeah, yeah, Laverne. Yeah, so I mean, it's probably like Bear. You know, you know, we got yeah. these little cities around yeah. here. Yeah, uh, yeah, they got these cities around here, and and they definitely have, um, they definitely have issues with these, with these kind of officers and everything. Um, but you know, and I'm sure they're in towns that everybody knows each other too, and and because of that, it's probably causing all kinds of issues. So. But that's a shame. Uh, you know, I'm sure that um, you're going to hear people talking about that one for a while. And yeah. we're going to have to go from there. So. And Dave, I, I just want to throw my little two cents in there for just. Yeah, your two cents in. Yeah. So these cops. <laughs> I know you're going to say something crazy. Go ahead. These cops were were already putting their life on the line every day. So, you <laughs> no. know, risk and reward. So before you're like, oh, you know, I can't believe these cops would do it. I mean, they were already risking their lives every day. So I guess um, this was another risk that they took on the regular. I'm done. Uh, is that, that where you're going to lead this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all hear that, folks? That was a hit and run. That's what that, that was the Leonard Young hit and run. Mm-hmm. There. You know, he said, that's all he's going to say. Okay. Remember, that was Leonard that said that. That wasn't me. Okay. All right. Just keep that in mind. All right. So, but 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that story will uh, continue to be newsworthy. So I guess we'll find out about that as uh, the story pops up more and more. So, all right. So moving on to our next story. Uh, Len, what you got? Yep. So for the next one, there was an article that came out today and is basically saying that uh, San, the city of San Francisco, they put together a reparations committee and this reparations committee proposes that each black resident, and we'll go into a little more detail. I'm sorry. Each black longtime resident should receive $5 million and they're also looking to supplement lower income residents and I guess their uh, descendants for up to 250 years. Mm. You know what that sounds like, Dave? Did I mention did I did I mention my address there in San Francisco? Did I mention that? I know, Dave. <laughs> I, well, hold on. This is what you need to do, <laughs> Dave. This is what you need to do. And, and this is straight out of um, the woman Not getting Compton, jail. Right? Not Compton, definitely. The, okay. The, the five cops. Okay. This is what happened when you. Mm. Leave it on a news website and the, the infomercial just pop up. Okay. Dave, that's what we're going to do. We're going to Google the internet and see if there's any Dave Cokers who live in San Francisco. I'm sure there are. Right. And then what we're going to sure do is are. we're going to use those five cops and we're going to like take the Dave Coker hostage and we're going to replace <laughs> you with them. You know, give you a new ID, all that. Split that. No, five no, million. no, 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 no. We can't. We can't use those five cops. We have to use the Philadelphia uh, police station that our girl walked into. Right, arresting the wrong person. Into, yeah, for and get those people to arrest them people. You know, get the the, the Dave Coker out there in, in um, San Francisco. I don't. I, I guess we shouldn't even play about this because somebody's gonna believe us. So <laughs> you know. So. Um, right. but, uh, but, yeah, that's, but that $5 million, are you, that's, that's something there. Yeah. So, um, let, let me read exactly what it says, um, from the website or from one of the news websites. San Francisco reparations committee has proposed p- paying each black longtime resident 5 million and granting total debt forgiveness due to the decades of uh, systematic repression forced on the local black community. Um, so the actual committee was a San Francisco African-American reparations advisory committee, which is, which advises the city on developing a panel, a plan for reparation for black residents. They released this draft report last month. Um, and here it says, while neither San Francisco nor California formally adopted the institution of chattel slavery, The tenets of segregation, white supremacy, and systematic repression, and the exclusion of Black people were codified through legal and extra-legal actions, social codes, judicial enforcement, and such. Um, So here it says, a lump sum payment. Dave, can you imagine getting a lump sum for $5 million right now? (laughs) A a lump sum payment would compensate the affected population for the decades of harm that they have experienced and will redress the economic 
and opportunity losses that Black San Franciscos have endured collectively as a result of both intentional decisions and unintended harms perpetrated by city policy. Um, in order to be eligible, the applicant must be 18, identified as a Black or African American on public documents for at least 10 years. So, oh man, Rachel Dolez, what's her name? Dolezal, you remember the white lady? Dolezal, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah um, yeah. They must prove at least two of eight additional criteria, choosing from a list that includes things such as born in San Francisco between 1940 and 1996, proof of residency in San Francisco for at least 13 years, and or personally or the direct descendants of someone incarcerated by the failed war on drugs. I'm not, they, I mean, to be honest, this doesn't sound that bad. You know, I mean, just the fact. Yeah. 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 But I wonder, I wonder how this seems like there's a, a there's a, yeah, because suppose they get that money, then do they tax them to death to get most of it back again? Yeah, I mean, I guess or they probably, this, would, get, they probably would get half right off the bat. Right. Yeah, but so, then, go ahead. What about the money that probably would have to be paid on top of it? You know, whatever. I mean, I know they're going to get, you know, at least 33 and a third of it or whatever the case may be. But still, it just seemed to me that there's they're, they're going to figure out how to get most of that $5 billion back. Yeah, and I mean, I agree, but I can tell you right now, and hopefully I'm not selling out. If someone said, Leonard, you know, you are the, the descendant of slavery and we want to give you reparations, and they gave me five million and I walked away with 1.5 million and, and, yeah. and all my debts were canceled. Mm-hmm. Right. I may be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who wouldn't be? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you come into it with nothing and you leave with something. That's that's always a positive there. So you know, um, I guess the 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 thing is just proving the things that they need you to prove because I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork involved. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm sure yeah. to be able to prove it. And how much? And well, how much money does California have that they can do that? I know. And here, Dave, listen to this: the plan also calls on the the city to supplement lower income a lower income recipients' income to reflect the median income, which is ninety seven thousand dollars annually for at least two hundred and fifty years. Now, I'm not sure why they said two hundred fifty years because we know. <laughs> Ain't nobody living that long. Yeah. But, Ain't nobody living like that, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, even, I mean, I have a lot of questions. Um, of course, we're just reading the news article. There's a full report that's probably hundreds of pages. But when they said they're going to supplement lower income residents, they didn't say black residents and they didn't say descendants of slavery. I wondered, okay, did that mean anybody in the city of San Francisco who may be able to prove that they've been born in a certain time there for at least 10 years, you know, are they eligible for that um, upgrade to $97,000 a year? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Well, I think, I think, I think if they're, I mean, I think it did say if they're African-American, yes. Well, I mean, that's what it said for the 5 million. 
But then for the second yeah, but part, I'm, I'm, but you yeah, just think it has to do the residents. Okay, okay. Um, well, San Fran. I, I mean, you know, San Fran has been a hot spot for years. You heard about all the problems that they had with people who bought homes and everything in San Fran back, you know, back during the sixties, fifties, and the sixties. How they were charging them them high interest rates and everything. Mm-hmm. Did you you heard about that? Uh, no. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like I did. I, I may just not know where it was, but yeah, yeah, they were charging all these high interest rates and and so forth, and and for these blacks to move into these neighborhoods because they were trying to move into the nicer neighborhoods as opposed to the neighborhoods that you know they were already living in, and for them to come into these neighborhoods that they wasn't wanted in. Keep in mind, they were not wanted in these neighborhoods, but they had because of the law, they had to you know be offered uh, you know allowed to um be able to purchase in those neighborhoods but they were charging them like double and triple and you know the 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 interest rates that they were charging whites right you know so you know we're talking about 22 percent you know back then yeah, that's you crazy. know it's some crazy so they buy a house for ten thousand, the ten thousand to twenty thousand dollars, but they were getting charged twenty two percent. That that was crazy back then. Yeah, you know, uh, we're talking was, about 50, 60. Yeah, they, they they were charging them credit card rates. Yeah, they were. It was it was out of, it was crazy. Uh, you know, um, what they were charging them. So I'm sure that this has to play into that as well, where the um where they're trying to pay the reparations. I'm sure um, that has something to do with it as well, that what was going on back then and how blacks were being treated, you know, people who were purchasing properties and stuff like that back Mm -hmm. then. So, uh, man, they need to do something like that in Delaware, though. Yeah, well, um, (laughs) I posted something on Instagram maybe about a week or two ago. Wilmington is exploring... Um, a reparations committee as well. So I, I think that'd be interesting how that develops. Well, I guess right now, I guess the timing is right when it comes to the whole reparations thing because why not ask for it now as opposed to uh, we're, we're wait know, another 10, five, 20 years? Five, 10 years ago. Look, five, 10 years ago, it wouldn't even be, you couldn't even ask for it. You know, right. um, because it would have been laughed, you would have been laughed at. But because of what's happened since 2019, mm-hmm. everything's possible right now. Yeah. And so, if people if people are asking for this type of thing during this time, um, this time, it's because it's possible that we could get something like that at this time. Yeah. Reparations yeah. is definitely important, and it is definitely something that we probably. Um, should look at. I know you said Wilmington is talking about doing something like that. We need Newark right. to do it too. <laughs> so well, we but 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 but, they, but it, if this is like San Francisco, I mean, can you prove Newark residency for thirteen years? Well, no, yeah. no. So you no. You, you, well, you better you better go get your stuff from Wilmington be, and, and think about it. It might be a catch to that whole thing because can you? I wonder if those people can prove thirteen years in San Francisco. Right. And it's like as time goes on and as um transient as we are now, I mean like they I, yeah. I I haven't lived in the same city for more than like two or three years, but I've been all around Newcastle County, if that makes sense. 
you know. But uh, yeah. The, the, but yeah, the, yeah. The, the other thing I was going to say too, and kind of like you're talking about, like nails of time, it only takes one city to pay out reparations before people start demanding, oh, like, you know, like, you know, like let let Philadelphia. Could you imagine? Could you imagine you the snowball? The snowball effect. Yeah. The snowball right. effect would be crazy. Yeah. So, um, so all we need is one city. Now, a city like San Francisco could get the ball rolling. Yeah, definitely. Um, I tell you, somewhere on the East Coast, a place like Philadelphia, or New York, yeah, Baltimore, um, any um, of them, definitely get the yeah, definitely get the ball rolling. The only thing with the East Coast, well, even San Fran, because. You know, uh, when when the slavery was ended, uh, and well, when slavery was going on, and even before it ended, and slaves were escaping and 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 running away from where they were, they were coming north. So a lot of them went up to places like Michigan, you know, Detroit area, and places mm-hmm. like that. Then a lot of them went to New York to the Harlem area, right? Um, you know, uh, and, you know, some settled here in Delaware as well, you know, because, you know, the Underground Railroad ran through here. So and Pennsylvania. So you would think that there's got to be some. Some reparations that are definitely owed to people in this area mm-hmm. and so forth, and especially for the, what they had to suffer, um, their families suffered through down south, you know, right. and, you know, um that's definitely something that we have to think about. So, but if anybody has any, uh, any, any, any comments or anything in reference to what we're talking about, as far as the reparations thing and, and what you think um, should happen or, or probably possibly should happen. um, Please feel free to definitely let us know and 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 comment on that as well okay but uh five million i'll yeah. be calling my cousin up i'll be calling my right. cousin up if he gets them over there in, in san fran exactly yeah man it's gonna be somebody named coker i'm gonna tell you that now <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so all right all right so um let me see so that brings us to our Dave's Corner question. I know Leonard missed the Dave's Corner question. So, oh, so um, much. Yeah, can't you tell y'all he misses it? Um, so, um, I'm um going to give Leonard a question to see how he how he answers this. Um, the question today of the day is: If you can know the truth behind any secret mystery. Now, I'm going to say one of our biggest mysteries, you know, uh, which what, uh, which mystery or which one would it be that you would uh, if th- that you would want to find out the secret about? And what would what do you think? What do you think? How would it play out in your head if you found out the secret? What do you think the secret would be, you know, um, if you played it out in your head? So think about what mystery you think mm-hmm. it is. Yep. I mean, I already got it. Okay. All right. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. So, Dave, the biggest mystery is are there or is there, I guess, are there alien life forms on Earth? You know, this um, okay. what, uh, Area 51, like 
What's yeah. over there, Area 51? Why is that area so top secret that we can't know what's there? Yeah. Are yeah. are there aliens why they, over there? Why, 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 well, why is it there, right? Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good question. Why is it there, right? Yeah. And, um, well, do you really think there's alien life forms? I mean, you're on Earth with us? I mean, have, have you seen the pyramids? Or, or even in outer space? Do you think there's alien out, uh, life form in outer space? Ha, ha, have you seen the pyramids? Yeah. Have you seen, um, and I'm sure you've probably seen some of the hieroglyphics on the pyramids that dictate like stuff flying in the sky. Like I, Dave, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, yes, I want to say no, because it's, it's taboo to be like, yes, they, they're aliens, like flying, flying saucers and spaceships. But I mean, what, what's that area 51? Why can we not, why can we not know? I don't know. It's funny because that I never forget the first time I ever heard about that was in Independence Day. You remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. And, and and I thought it was just something they did for the movie, and then come to find out it was real. You know, yeah. so you know that they definitely had it. And of course, it's shown up in other movies and been talked about, and you know we heard presidents talk about it and not talk about it, and you know. So it's kind of almost like folklore, <laughs> the whole thing, you know. But there's something going on with Area 51. It's something that they that definitely um, has to do with. They know things that we don't. Of course, over the last, there's been a lot of sightings over the last five to ten years that have been unexplained sightings. Right. You know, um, I don't know. Uh, that's interesting, but. Uh, and and Dave, just, just to throw something extra on that, I don't know if you remember about two or three years ago, maybe four or five, it all runs together now. There were a lot of people protesting about Area 51, and they said they were going to storm Area 51 to find out what was in there because they felt like the government was lying. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's when Trump first got in office. Ain't no telling. And the uh, army put out a notice saying that if you cross this certain line, you will be shot and killed. And there were people who um, right. gathered around the area. No, nobody crossed the line, or if they did, we done. We didn't hear about what happened. But I, I just always remember that because you know, at first we're like, oh, you know, they're gonna get to the bottom of it. But then when the army put out that, you know, shoot the kill on site, no trespassers. You know, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I guess nobody's risking their life for it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's, you know, when you think about those type of things, you know, you know, it's always mystery around them, first of all. And it's always something that's going to make us go, hmm, you know, that type of thing. But, um, you know, we, you know, you, you the nail on the head. That's like, one of the top five questions that's ever that's always going to be asked yeah. is there other life form either here on earth or you know out there you know in the you know universe that's and you just feel like they're watching us you know what i mean right. like they're just waiting they're just waiting for the right time to make themselves known you know um that's why when you look at movies like independence day and and you know, some of these other movies that have been made and you see these ships appear and they're just sitting there waiting, you know, waiting for the right time to strike. 
you know, you always think to yourself, is that really what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You know, is that really possible that it could happen? And, yep. and could and the we're, technology we're, be greater than ours? How about so we're not we're not going to talk about uh, Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster and all them things. <laughs> we're we're yeah. going to leave them to the well, side. Yeah, that that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story in itself. So, um, but yeah, that's that that's a that's a good one. Uh, I I really tech I really agree with you. And it's funny because you actually kind of talked about something that I was going to bring up, which was the building of the Sphinx and and, and mm-hmm. the pyramids and all of right. all the stuff that is over in Egypt and all of that. First of all, how in the world did they build these things? And keep in mind, they've been there for thousands and thousands of years. Right. You know what I'm saying? How did they build them to last? Stay in place without without uh, flex seal tape, <laughs> you know, you know, and super glue and all this kind of stuff. And how did they get these things stacked on top of each other and exactly. be able to carve out the faces? And right, they, they have they no cranes. Look, we got and... all these tools. We got all these tools now. You know, all these specialized tools. How were they able to do what they were able to do? And and with the Sphinx and the pyramids and all the different monuments, how do you build a city without having dump trucks and construction right. vehicles? And yeah. That, that's always been interesting to me. How did that happen? Um, what, what, and then the, you know, of course they have all the carvings into the stone, you know, telling the stories and, you know, some of these things have been rumored that if you, you know, have trapped, trapped the doorways and, Mm -hmm. and all this stuff and then people, you know, that is definitely something that I've always wondered about. You know, when you read the stories or you see the, the, you know, one of the, uh, one of the stories, uh, that comes on every year, the Ten Commandments, when you show, when they're showing them building the city for, uh, you know, um, for, uh, Pharaoh and you're seeing them dragging these stones and people pulling and tugging and, you know, you're saying, is that really how they did this? Right. <laughs> you know, um, You've been to some, I mean, Dubai. Didn't they have some um, buildings there that you, you scratch your head about? But, I mean, they didn't have, they, I mean, all their stuff was new stuff because Dubai is like a, a man-made new city. But, okay, I mean. Okay, because I thought there was some ancient things there, too. I thought I had read. I don't, um, so I, I would have to, have to look. Um, we didn't see, I mean, okay. it's, de- it's, it's definitely not like in Egypt where they have like cities built and right, right. That. But, but yeah. I will say looking at some travel pictures, um, I don't even know where this is. It's, it's somewhere in the Middle East. They have a temple made like in the side of a mountain. And it's mm-hmm. just one of those things where I'm like, okay, like how. How did they do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, like, how are you up 400 feet in the air carving, you know, carving out like corners in, in the, 
in the um like the rocks and stuff. So I mean, I don't know, Dave. So I mean that that right there is my question, and I I think I I will probably die not knowing the answer. Well, I mean, you asked your question, and I and I mean that was your answer to the, to the question. I know I just gave mine as far as I guess the 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 whole secret thing would be. You know, I, I guess if somebody told me the secret. They probably they probably said, "Hey, aliens! <laughs> aliens helped us build these things." And they, you know, I mean, I mean, you you hear stories about in the Bible they talked about how there was giants that walked the land, you know, right. and that they were, you know, they were over ten feet tall. People lived to be over eight hundred years old, you know. I mean, you hear these stories and you say to yourself, "Okay." um, so uh, is it a bunch of giants that's putting these things together or, you know, and if they lived to be over 800 years old, what, what kind of milk were they drinking? You know, <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> you know, so, but I mean, it's just a lot of things that makes you, makes you think to yourself, okay, how did that happen? And, 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 well, you know, like you talked about area 51, why do we have area 51? Why do we have this? Why do we have that? Where did all this stuff come from? So those are stories that we I guess we'll we'll never really know the true answer to. Uh because we had to be there in order to see it, right? Yeah. So yeah, so um you guys want to share with you your answer to that today's question? Um feel free to do so. I like to read them. Um I like to hear what you guys have to say. What's your what's your uh what is your great uh, mystery that you would, would like to share with us, you know, and your thoughts on it? Uh, feel free to send it to our news and trends um, dot com page. Um, you know, we have our Facebook page and our um, Instagram page out there, news and trends. Um, just feel free to reach out to us anyway or just send or text me and I'll definitely uh, make sure it gets shared. Okay. So, um, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Um, Len, you got anything you want to add before we sign off? Uh, no, just, uh, just like always, Dave, we say, uh, new year, same thing, you know, just want to wish everybody a great week. Be safe. You know, don't don't okay. don't listen to what what Dave says too much. Listen to more what Lynn says, and <laughs> you'll have a have a great year. Okay, well, he said too much that time. He wasn't he wasn't <laughs> Lynn Simmons that time. Okay, so, but um, just make sure you guys tune in with us on Friday for a weekend roundup, and we'll be back to you with more stuff. Um, and we thank you for taking the time to listen to us tonight, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh. By the way, um, just wanted to add, Eagles played the New York Giants this weekend, um, you know, in the divisional round. So make sure you root for the Eagles. We'll talk more about that on Friday, okay? next week ladies and gentlemen for another edition of news and trends with your host dave and lynn